2: Today's episode is sponsored in part by the new movie, The Girl on the Train, starring Emily Blunt and based on Paula Hawkins' best-selling novel. The Girl on the Train starts in theaters on October 7th. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Truth and Justice. I'm your host, Bob Ruff, and I know you all have been waiting on pins and needles since last week's teaser at the end of the episode to hear the interview with Leonard Mosley. Before I get into the interview, there's a couple things that I want to tell you. Thing one I want you to know before you hear this interview that I do not think Leonard Mosley is guilty. I'm still taking in evidence and running down leads, and at this point I cannot make a fair assessment as to who I think killed Elnora Griffin. And I just want you guys to know that this is not me telling you this to cover my butt, and I don't want you to think I'm just being coy with you. I legitimately do not know what to think about this interview yet. With that being said, there's going to be two segments to today's show. In the first segment, I'm going to play for you the entire interview without me interjecting anything. I want you all to listen to it, take notes if you want, inform your own opinions. Then after the break, I'm going to break down the interview into pieces and give you my analysis of some things that Leonard Mosley said throughout the interview. Now, before we begin, I want to make sure that I'm 100% up front with you on this. I did edit some of this interview. There were some sidebar conversations and some things that I said that are part of legal strategy that I cut out. But I want you guys to know any time that I cut anything out. So every time I've cut something out of the interview, I left about a two-second silence, so you'll be able to hear that there was an edit there. Other than those few seconds of silence, everything you're hearing is exactly the way it was discussed the day we had the interview. I'm only telling you this because I don't want any of you to think that I'm trying to pull a fast one on you. This interview took place on Thursday afternoon last week. I had went to Leonard Mosley's house, knocked on his door with no answer, walked around to the backyard looking for him, he wasn't there, I'd gotten back into my truck, and he walked out the front door. So the entire interview took place actually out in Leonard Mosley's front yard. I told him that I was a journalist and I was working on a story about the Smith County District Attorney's Office. One other note that I want to make clear to all of you before you begin the interview is that you're going to hear Leonard Mosley talk about Francis Johnson a few times throughout the duration of this interview. I want to make sure that it's known with full disclosure that in order to try to incite a reaction from Leonard, I made mention of Francis Johnson a couple of times and even indicated to him that Francis may have implicated him in the crime. Now, that's not entirely untrue. That's what Margie Jackson told me that Francis Johnson told her, but it's unsubstantiated. But I did present that to Mosley in order to see how he would react to it. Also, you're going to hear a few things in the interview, especially towards the beginning, that are going to perk your eyebrows up a little bit. Just hold tight, I'll explain all of that after the break. Now I think that's enough disclosures, so let's go ahead and get started on the interview. The interview is about to pick up right after I told Mr. Mosley that I wanted some background on Elnora Griffin. And as you're about to hear, Leonard Mosley thinks he knows who did it.
0: The only thing I have to say about that man... And I told those people when they um, arrested that boy, uh-huh. they didn't have all the people that was involved.
3: You think somebody else was involved? But
0: his mom. His mom was his his mom was part of that.
4: Why do you think that?
0: Well, me and knew was going together.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Okay. And we we was always straight with each other. Uh huh. Okay, you know, up front. Right. So she started acting kind of, you know, kind of distant a little bit. Uh-huh. Said, hey, what's wrong? You know, uh, what's going on? Nothing. What, what? What? do you mean?
3: She was acting like that with you.
0: What, what? What? She? 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 Uh, she was asking me. Yeah, she was asking me those questions. You know, what's going on? You know, and uh, I said nothing. Why? Why? Do you, why did you say that? You been cheating? No. Why? Well. Margie said you and her been messing around, you know. With Margie. Margie.
3: Okay, dad's mom. Yeah.
0: Margie D's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what you call her mom? I said, no, she used to go with my oldest brother, you know. I said, anyway, that lady is dangerous. I said, she killed the man. She shot my brother. Then she shot her her youngest son. I said, that lady there. I said, anyway. That lady's like an Amazon. I said, no, we don't, we don't. I don't know why she would tell you that. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know why she would tell her that either. Right. You know, and then why would this boy go in there and just choke this woman to death? Uh-huh. For what reason?
3: Yeah, is that is that how she was killed? Yeah. She was, cho- she was choked?
0: Choked to death, yeah. Okay. So why would, why would he choke her to death? The only thing I could see, the reason why, okay, she had him help, helping her do some little work around the house. Uh-huh. Okay. And if I had known that, I would have told her, you know, not to. Because he had just got out of the pen. Right. He had just gotten out, so I would I would have told her, you know, don't be having him hang around. And El Noah was a very petite woman, and and she, she looked half her age.
4: Uh huh.
0: I mean, she was well kept. She was she was. She looked half her age, man. Yeah. So the only thing I could see is that this guy. Tried to hit on her or something because he thought she was younger than what she was.
4: Uh-huh. Uh
0: huh. She uh rejected him. He went told his mom or whatever or something. But anyway, however it happened, she was involved. Okay. I'm sure she was. You know. I don't see what reason he would just. I like,
2: you know I i heard other people have that rumor that they thought. I just have a hard time figuring the, the motivation from
0: it. Well, well, he he heard this lady man. <laughs> hey, this lady's dangerous. Uh-huh. She shot her own son, her youngest son. Margie did. She shot him. This lady did, lady. did he live? I mean, yeah, she shot him in. The, where she shoot him at? In the leg. I know she shot my brother in the leg. Uh
4: huh. And
0: um, I'll tell you another. Th- I'll tell you another thing. My next to the oldest brother uh-huh. got, got killed.
4: Okay. Now, Your my, brother. My brother. Uh huh.
0: And that's when my oldest brother was gone with Margie. Okay. Anyway, he took the rap for it,
4: uh-huh.
0: but she put the trigger on him. I know she did, because after I left the hospital and everything, after he had died and everything, I came back to the house. They was there. She pulled the same gun on me, and I should have killed her then.
2: Margie pulled the gun on you.
0: The same gun. Yeah, yeah. When well, she come out the house with the gun. For me, and, and I had my gun, but I, I should have killed him, but my brother wouldn't let me. Yep, yep, oh, I should have killed well, her that night, right there, because she killed my brother. Yeah. yeah.
2: Before that, she had killed your brother.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, way before that, yeah. And, um...
2: What know, happened because, with see, that? Did Was there I any went, prosecution from
0: it? No, nah, my brother took the rap. My brother took the rap. He was going with it.
2: But did he get prison or anything oh, yeah.
0: from it? Yeah. Well, he got probation, and then he uh, messed up on probation, and then he went to the pen. Uh-huh. But man, it's just, you know, um, every Thursday, they'll know would cook dinner for me. Uh-huh. Or supper. Because I got off at, at night. Yeah. You know. And when they whenever they went by there and found her, because I called her all that Thursday. All that Thursday. Thursday morning, so he must killed a wind. So I called her all that Thursday morning, Thursday evening. No,
2: it was a Thursday night. She was that she was killed.
0: No, it had to have been a Wednesday because I called her all Thursday morning. Called her Thursday morning, Thursday night, cause I was gonna tell her that I was gonna have to go to work that Friday morning. Uh huh. And I didn't bring any extra clothes, cause you know, you at Tyler Pipe you just never know. Right. Yeah. You go to work on Thursday. Well, we got to work tomorrow. Right. So. I didn't bring in any change of course, so I was about to come back home. I normally, when I got off on Thursday, I would go by and spend the night with her. Right. I didn't get to go by, and whenever they found her, the dinner was still on the on the stove. Preparing.
2: Yeah. So that yeah. was it. Was it was actually was the the Thursday night because that was, no. In, I... the, in the trial, they were they were, the defense was almost trying to put it on you because you were supposed to be there that night. Yeah. But the, the night she was killed, the thir- it was Thursday.
0: Well, it could have been, I, I, I called her all, well, not all day, but that evening, like when she got off, she got off at like 3.30, 4 o'clock. I started calling her and called her all the way until, I got off at 11, 11, I think. At night. Yeah. 11, 11.30, yeah, 11. I got off at 11 at night, so I called her all the way until I got up. Really? I never got an answered, yeah. And then, okay, okay, the morning time was Friday morning. Right, yeah. See, I was calling all day Friday morning because I was working. I said, where is she? Where is she? She wasn't asking. So when I got off work, I just drove by there, and I didn't see her car. Uh-huh. But her car was there. It was just way back.
4: Behind. Uh-huh. He
0: had drove way back behind the house. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then next thing I know, that Saturday morning, or Saturday night, Friday night. It was Friday night, yeah. Friday night, yeah. They. Uh, I heard about it, and I went up there. Uh-huh. I talked to the police and stuff then, you know, and I, that's what I told them. Well, we need to get whatever I said, man. Whatever you need from me, but we found semen in the, some of your semen. Okay, she's my girlfriend. Uh uh-huh. so, so what? That I mean, what? What are you what talking about? That's normal. Uh, you know. Right. So. Uh, when
2: was the last time? So, so let me tell you part of part of what's going on and why her. Excuse me. Why her case brought, is is kind of part but, of this story
0: but why why i mean you say you're doing a story but why are you going back i mean it's way that's been
2: it's it the story is what, what uh, other
0: story do you have in there?
2: uh andrew mitchell's case um carrie oh. carrie max cook's case oh, okay. and then um this this one kind of started with edward eights because i don't know if you know this but the innocence project has taken his case now and they've started they're working with the da yeah
0: somebody was saying that um a guy that, my concrete guy was saying that they were asking him for it to, saying that I had something to do with it or something or whatever. Somebody from the DA's office? No, that, those people, I guess.
2: The Innocence Project.
0: The guy that's case. Huh? Yeah. Tell them to come ahead here and talk to me. I can tell them exactly what, you know. Yeah. Know, y'all, y'all still didn't get all the people.
3: The whole thing. And, and somebody, then,
0: somebody was driving her car, and, and, and whoever it was had to be real tall because the seat was all the way back to the back. She didn't park her car way back behind. Right, it was in a
2: different place. It was exactly. like pushed back around. When
0: you when when I would go by there, I could see her car. Right, yeah. Yeah.
2: Did you go by that way on your way home from work? That Friday. Yeah.
0: Ended that Friday day. Yeah. I went to work that morning uh-huh. and it got off like three thirty. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because really? you know they dated a little bit on and off. Who? Francis and Elnora at one point. No. Yeah. Yeah, they were, and then. There was,
0: I can't see that. No, no. It was. You know, he was messing around with Margie.
2: Right later, he was with Margie. See, Francis actually helped her move into that into that trailer, and okay. paid and paid her first month rent when he moved in. So it's probably before you guys were really.
0: Before I knew. Her.
2: Yeah, before yeah, you guys I, were I really didn't, dating.
0: I, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. How could I kill her? And I'm at work.
2: Yeah. Well, she was killed at about 11:30 at night, on that Thursday night. Is, okay, is
0: what her time okay, of death was. Okay, well, still, still. I get off at 11. Uh huh. I go take a shower.
4: Uh huh.
0: You know, and I could, ain't no way I could have been at 11.30. Yeah,
3: what time would you okay. usually get there when you went?
0: Be after 12. Uh huh. You know, 12, 12 15, something like that. Uh, I get off work at 11.30. Uh huh. We'll take a shower, get dressed and everything, and leave. I'll to catch him. But, I, 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 but uh, I, th- <laughs> and you don't think it was more. You don't think he had anything. no.
2: There's the the forensics are pretty. But, but
0: but but Francis wasn't that big. You can see how.
2: Yeah, he was. Francis was about five ten.
0: Yeah, and he's skinny and stuff. And and, and, and and I just can't see him. I just can't see him just choking her to death because Eleanor was real active. Right. She had a lot of energy. Uh huh. So she could have fought away from him. It had to be somebody really strong to choke to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, Francis. I just can't. I mean, I don't know, man. So so if they if, if 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 they had all this evidence on him,
2: they didn't at the time. They never tested it. So there was. Do you well, remember? They
0: don't even make no difference. Why were they getting samples of stuff from me if they're not even going? If they're not even gonna
2: Oh no, it? they they tested stuff against you, but they just explained. They said, "Well, he was because what all the, the only thing they had on." on Mr. Eights was Kubia, you know Kubia, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Kubia. She had told him that she called that night before and Elnora said, I'm sitting here talking to Edward. Uh. So they said right then, and that's how they've worked in all these cases, he must be the guy that did it. So they gathered all the fingerprints, all the hairs, the semen, all that stuff, and said it's going to be, well, all the testing came back and not, he didn't have one fingerprint, not one hair, not one scratch on his body, not a drop of blood on his clothes, Nothing.
0: But, you, you know, if he didn't do it, then he don't need to be doing the time. They need to get who... Who, well,
2: who actually did. did it, right.
0: But the one was choked to death. And Francis, he... I don't know. Well, no, know it wasn't that big. She's way, she wasn't that big. Yeah, four foot... Yeah. Four foot four. And a little over 100 pounds. Yeah. So I guess... but But she was so... She was so athletic, man. Yeah. She, like to me, she, she could, have, you know. He, he didn't have any. Well, they don't know now because they didn't check him out. See, that don't even make sense. They should have tested all of the semen, all of how they found everything. They should have tested against all everybody. That. And, well, they should because see, if they found something that wasn't mine, then they should have tested that.
3: Right.
2: Did you did you stop by and leave and no, she was no, still alive no, and everything's dead? Okay?
0: If they if they got the phone reference, they could have seen where I called. I called all the way all the way up to it. back then they didn't have cell phones. Uh-huh. They just had those bag phones. I called. I used I used the office phone and called up until just about I got off. And I might have called her even after I had took my shower.
2: Is that but on Friday, the day that they found her no, body?
0: No, no, no. That was Thursday. Okay. That was it, cause see, I was supposed to went by there. Okay, okay, okay. Like I said, I went by there every Thursday.
2: Right, right. There was a message on the machine from you that day. Okay. Saying I'm going to be by later tonight after work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She cooked a meal somewhere around 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. The meal still on the stove was obviously the meal for you. She was expecting. Mm-hmm. They know she was expecting.
0: Every Thursday.
2: Yep. They knew she was expecting you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She's found nude. She has semen on her body and semen on the bed. There was there was a there's a puddle oh, of semen on the. So
0: whoever did it raped right her.
2: And that that semen, they did they didn't do a DNA test back then. They just did a blood type test. Okay. And when the blood type didn't match Ed, they didn't they just said forget it's not him.
0: Oh. And they. they need some semen I give them some semen now. They
2: already have your semen because you gave it to them. Or it well was, they have your no, blood they no, have they your they
0: DNA. Have my blood. But if they need semen. i yeah. I give them some semen now. I gave them hair follicles. Uh, well all they wanted was hair, pubic hair. I think facial hair and maybe hair my
2: head. Yeah, they they did a bunch of hair comparison Mm. samples and all that.
0: With Lucky Land you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VTW group prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whoever that DNA comes back to is is going to is going to the pen.
0: Exactly, exactly. If they found semen on her, then they should have. You know what? And see, man, I lost her, her sister's number. I, I, I wish I had their number. Do you have any other... I don't... Problems? I've
2: been trying to get... It's not her sister. i talked to Johnny. And Johnny... I'm, I want to talk to her Johnny, kids. I haven't even talked Johnny, to Elnora's kid. Johnny, Johnny. Johnny Pryor, her neighbor, cousin.
0: Oh, yeah, Johnny, Johnny. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, her sister, man. I used to talk to her sister. We used to stay in touch. Uh-huh. And then I it just kind of... I don't know. Just kind of dissipated. But... They... These people, man. You know, it's sad. The way... The the law and the justice system is now. If you got if this, woman got semen on her. Then she should have had semen in her. Yeah. And first semen on the bed. That's the first thing that you should have been checking. Right. Yeah. Well, and that was. You know, and they didn't even ask me for 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 any semen sample. No. You know they should have did that. And, and
2: that's and that's the whole story. Not just his case. All of them is exactly that. It's, I mean, imagine this. So, so they grab poor black kid from the country. And say it was Je- you.
0: Jeff He done been to the pen.
2: Yeah, he's still in the pen.
0: No, 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 no. no. But Jeff He had been. He had just got. Right, died. right, right. Yeah. Well, and, and
2: and they had a legitimate reason to suspect him. I mean, someone said they he called and she said he was back. sitting there. Right. Yeah. So he comes in, gives all the samples and everything. They, they test the they test the semen because the semen was the smoking oh, gun. Oh, they
0: done got his samples now. What's you? Oh, they
2: they did. They always had it. Yeah. But so this was so they had this semen. And
0: they tested it. And it they're and, and
2: they're said this is the smoking gun. They did First thing they do was just a blood type test to Mm -hmm. see if it matches blood type. Mm -hmm. The blood type was his blood type or was not his blood type, ruled him out, matched your blood type, which just means, you know, the 25% of people in the world have that blood type. It's not a DNA test. It matched your blood type, didn't match his blood type. It was. Right. Okay. So instead of then, you know, what what they should have done now, which would have ruled you out right then, is run a DNA test. They should
0: have came back. They should have called me back. You got some semen. Yeah. You know, call me back. Hey, look, uh... We thought we had this guy, but we got. Right. Something, you know, we need some more, some more stuff. I told, hey man, whatever y'all, I want, I want to make sure that y'all get everybody that's involved in this. Right. You see what I'm saying? Since whatever you need from me, you got it. You right. Know, me and, we, me and that lady, we we gonna get married, man.
3: Yeah. Now, it, it, had you guys
2: broke? Because weren't you dating that Angela Walker or living with Angela no, Walker no, no, at no, the time? No no,
0: no, no, no. I had a child by her, and she was staying here.
2: Okay. Yeah. Is this the same place you lived in back About then? The same place. Yeah. She was I love the brickwork, by the way. Did you do that yourself?
0: Well, I was, no. <laughs> I got a guy, just as soon as I get it finished, man. I've been working on this place. But, uh no, no, she was staying here, you know, helping her out. Uh-huh. But, but me and El Noah was dating. Okay. Yeah. And that's how that got. And you know how women are. Right, Even yeah. You know, they She was pregnant. You know, I had to have a baby by, you know, wasn't going, wasn't even going together when she got pregnant, just messing around, man. Yeah. Because my baby was 10. 10? He was 10.
2: At that time, he was already 10?
0: No, no, my baby was 10. My youngest child was 10. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, my youngest son was 10. So I wasn't thinking about, it. I wasn't trying to oh, think about... Oh, before you
2: having... got yeah, Angela pregnant, yeah. right, I wasn't yeah. I was trying
0: to think about having no more yeah. kids, man, you know. And she said, well, I can't get pregnant. I tried to have, you know, doctor said so I can't get pregnant. But uh, me being stupid, I should've been protected myself. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she got pregnant, lost her job or whatever, you know. So I'm, I'm gonna be a good guy. I'm always doing that, you know, heaven, heaven, heaven. So anyway, that's how that happened. How was, so how old was the baby
2: dead. when she, was 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 your second shot? Was the child with her a baby when she was living with you?
0: Yeah, yeah, the baby. Just was. a baby. Well, no, you know what? She hadn't even had the. the baby. She was pregnant. She was pregnant. Okay. She hadn't even had the baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she had lost her job. So I said, well, okay you can stay with me for a little while uh-huh and she stayed with me for a little while the telephone bill phew. so i said now nah, i'm gonna take you down to your to your parents you know right i can't i can't i can't going through all my how women do man right he yeah going through all my personal stuff and stuff like right. that you know and i think she called el and told her we, i said "Nah, we ain't going to get go. this girl out i got her pregnant
4: uh-huh helping,
0: you know and that's how that came up you know she told them that she was my girlfriend
2: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, she told so them. she got Elnora all riled up?
0: Yeah. Well, she told them. Well, she told Elnora. And then that's how the. Might have told the police or whatever, too. I don't know. Uh huh. You know, but that's how that got going like that.
2: Right. Yeah. Was it, or, or, You're not with Angela anymore?
0: No, I wasn't even with,
3: her. <laughs> wasn't even with her <laughs> I wasn't
2: even with her then? I wasn't
0: even with No, I'm just helping out, you know. Yeah. And my son. My son is 24 now.
3: So with, with Angela? So,
0: see, that's, that's, that's good. I am 24. 1993. I remember, I remember about
3: 25 years. Yep.
2: 23. Just past 23 years ago. Yeah. Or no, is that right? No,
0: no. Nanny's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 23, yeah. Well, no. He couldn't. He got to be more than 23. Cause he wasn't even born then. It was July 1993.
2: July 1993. So when was he born?
0: Uh... uh, uh 90. Oh, okay. He was born in
2: 92. So he was a year old. Yeah, he was born in 92. Yes, he was. Okay. Huh. Do you you still have contact with her?
0: No, where was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Um, I'm trying to remember. Where
2: was he? I think at trial the testimony was that you had a young child with her and you would let her her come in and stay with you.
0: Yeah, but I, I can't remember the baby being here. I can't remember him being here. Uh-huh. So what do you... But that, that, that just, it, it's, 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 it's sad, man. You know, you go, now, if this boy didn't do this, he had just got out the pen, and now they sent him back, and you got this evidence that you don't even use when you could have caught the real... Way back then. ...corporate. Yeah. Instead of you said, well, it wasn't him, so now we're just going to put it on... It don't work like that. How you go? I mean, it will work like that. If, if, well, that's, I guess if, that's the story you
2: know, is yeah. how those guys at that court. And, I mean, it, and
0: it's sad.
2: Do you know, did you ever use the, the, the phone that was in her kitchen? Did you ever use the phone in her house?
0: Not that I know
2: of. Okay. There was like a little phone hanging on the kitchen by the...
0: I really, no, I really didn't have, even have no reason to call. When you were there? When I
2: was there. Right. That phone had been ripped off the wall and, and taken to the other room, and they had fingerprints on them, and they never tested them
0: ripped off the wall
2: the phone was ripped off the wall yeah and, and then, they
0: they even took the fingerprints off the
2: they phone. took them and they tested them against ed when and they, had- they weren't Ed, so they threw it away
0: well okay 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 the back then i was a suspect right
2: i think i think they looked at you as a suspect for just a, a yeah. minute
0: yeah but okay now if these if these fingerprints don't, don't match his, don't match his. Well, now let's find out who who he de- Because now if the phone is snatched off the wall That's anger right there
3: Yeah, and the killer did that It's clear, yeah
0: You're angry Yeah, yeah Yeah, so now why they didn't So they still got those fingerprints
3: Right
2: If, if you remember that before she killed When, when do you think it was the last time You were there and had sex with her?
0: Well, see, that's what I'm saying
2: Because at trial you had said That it had been like two weeks Since you had been there No,
0: no, 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 no. I didn't tell them it had been no two weeks I didn't tell them that the, I don't know where he got that from. I went by. I spent the night with Eleanor every Thursday night. Right, right. Every Thursday night. Right, right. You know, and sometime, you know, I would, I would, I would, I would. Uh, let me see. I would, got like, off at eleven. Now it was every Thursday, see, every Thursday, and then the weekend up until Sunday.
4: Uh huh. See,
0: I worked at. She oh, you'd stay there,
2: there all day. weekend with her?
0: No, no, no. I, I would see her on the on the weekend. I would, uh-huh. would Spend the night and stuff like that. You know, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. You know, or if I stayed the weekend. Yeah. But. She worked in the daytime, uh-huh. and I didn't get off until 11. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? She so so didn't after, see her much during the week. The no, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh-huh. See, I didn't see her. Okay. That's why I would go by every Thursday, see, because we work four days a week. Uh-huh. At Tyler Pipe, 10 hours a day. Right. We'd go to work at 11 and get off at 11.30. Right. Now, go work at 11.30. Get off, get off at 11. 11.
2: Get time off there for lunch and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: 10 hours a day, because it's 11 and a half hours. So yeah. Had a, had a, let's see, how did it go? 30 minutes for the no, so I worked 11 hours a day. Because okay. I was a lead man. I had to go an hour early. Okay. Our shift started at, at, at 1230 uh-huh. to 11. So I had to go at 1130. Okay. Yeah, hour early. And we had 30 minutes for lunch. So, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I didn't see her. You know, we, we would talk on the phone. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, Thursday, I would go by. That's why she had the dinner cook. Right. Every Thursday, she would cook she
2: planned you coming by after every, every after work. Th-
0: it was just like clockwork. Every Thursday, get off work, go by that. That's why she had the food cooked. Right. She would have it every Thursday. hmm.
2: And so, so she was expecting you that night. Exactly. How come you never came by that night?
0: No, you know that's why I told you. See, when I went to work, we were supposed to have been working four days.
2: So and Thursday see, was supposed to be your last day.
0: It was my last day. So when we got this, well. We got to work Friday. Second shift got to come in in the morning. Okay. You know, I had to be to work. I had to be back at work at seven in the morning. Okay. Well, I didn't take any, 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 changing clothes with me. Any, any work clothes. When you work at Tyler Pike, when you get out of them clothes, They're nasty. They are filthy, you know. Uh-huh. So I didn't take any clothes with me. So I, I called. That's when I tried to call her to tell her that I was, I wasn't gonna be able to come by because I was gonna have to come home and get some more clothes. So I had to work that morning. And okay, that morning.
2: she never, did answer. and so you just went home that night. I
0: came home yeah okay I left and came
2: home. so the the weekend before this happened, she had her i don't even remember, her family was in town, both her kids and all the grandkids were in town the weekend before. Do you remember okay. being at her house or what what I'm trying to figure out is if that if if they test that semen if it come, if it comes back as it's your DNA, could it have been from I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty fresh.
0: If they got semen off of her body, it ain't, it's not mine yeah. anyway.
2: Yeah, and there was like a, a, a puddle a little bit on the comfort comforter. That's not mine. Yeah. So that's...
0: Well, somebody raped me. We well, here raped Yeah. man. And then, you know, when people do stuff like that, you rape somebody, now you already know that you're going to the pen. Uh-huh. So now, I don't want to go to the pen. Right. So I'm going to stop this. Right. So you kill. But you, you can't. Anytime a person is stupid is just gonna kill somebody or even rape somebody. Right. That's stupid already. So stupid people ain't gonna get away. Right. Yeah. I had blood on be when she was choked to death.
2: Her thro- her, actually, her throat was slit.
0: Oh, her throat was cut? Yeah. Really?
3: Yeah, it was cut from
2: here to see, here. Now, see,
0: now, see, now, see, the darn people. They said that she was choked to death because they said that she had, that she had, uh, you know, when you choke a person to death, then they use the, you know, you choke a they use the bathroom on you know saying. Right. Yeah. So, so they said that that had happened, so that didn't even happen either. Huh? That
2: did happen. No, yeah, I, I, well, Yeah. Well, I think when insane, that, if, if that semen think. comes back and it's not yours and it is his, it's that does answer not, right there.
0: It's not, you
2: can stop saying ill. Yeah. it it isn't yours. Yeah. Right. Right.
0: These people asked me, said. Uh, what if what if we find semen, some of your semen or something, you know, in the bed or whatever? Well, that ain't no problem. We were going together, man. Yeah. You know, so that's normal. Right. Then they told me how was she killed? Oh, she was choked to
2: death. Right. Well, they wouldn't. They they, they might have been trying to see what you knew is why they would tell you not tell you the whole thing. And
0: that's, and that's all. And that's that's what I knew up until now. I yeah. know my throat was cut. When you said blood, it I could be blood everywhere. Right. She was choking it. What she was um I mean, that was the sweetest lady. But see, I can't understand. She just don't And she just don't. I can't see her dating Francis Johnson. I mean, go I I I, I just couldn't see that.
2: It, it, well, it could be she didn't know him that well either. It was right That's when sweet, she moved
0: but, here. But Yeah.
2: I saw a file where you would, you would talk to the defense investigators, the guys from, like, ISIS investigating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what, what caught my attention in there was you had told them at one point that you thought you knew somebody had something to do with it and it was someone she'd been dating and owed her money. But then at trial, you kind of said that you were just kind of... You were kind of screwing oh, with them.
0: Oh,
3: no, no. That was what
2: if you...
0: Oh, 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 that's when he came here. You know, he had this... Uh, I'm trying to get information from him, but I don't, I don't remember saying she was dating somebody or old somebody. I don't remember saying yeah. all that. I don't know what I said. Maybe.
2: You said you but had uh, a suspect, as you were told. Uh, uh,
0: but uh, this guy came here. He had a wire on and all that stuff. So he was trying to pick me for information, Now I'm trying to pick him for information. Uh huh. You know, that's all that was about.
2: Yeah, so you had, but, uh, uh, so you had no idea other than you thought maybe no, Margie.
0: Margie. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I told them that up there, you know, y'all need to be trying to... Um, check his mother out. I told him that several times you know but uh, I, because see I didn't know about the rape and the, and the semen and all that except right. what they mentioned to me sure. that was in the bed Right, you see what I'm saying and see if that will it that because see I was calling up there several times a week uh-huh. have y'all found anything did y'all you know need any more uh, need me to do anything else whatever you know that was before they arrested uh Ed, Ed, yeah, sure.
2: All right, man. Well, I'll, I'll let, thanks, thanks for taking some time. Can I, yeah, can man. I have you? Uh, can I just write down, I, I, write down your phone number for me, so if I need to get a hold of you again later?
0: I hate that. You know, it, it, they need to. If, uh, I mean, they need to check that their stuff. Yeah, the, I got I, and get the right and get the right person. Right, because see, and this is a coincidence because his brother is my Concrete Man,
2: Fra- uh, Michael. Michael. Michael, right, right, yeah. right.
0: So see, Michael said, "Hey, man, you know, uh, you, these people is trying to say you." Now, that is what he said. He said these people is trying to say. That you had something to do with Ed over there, you didn't even know it, did you? I said, yeah, we 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 used to go together. Uh huh. Y'all did. I told them, yeah, you ain't have, have thing to do with that. I know you. You know they trying to say you and my brother had something to do with that. I know damn well Francis didn't have nothing to do with it. Uh uh-huh. You know, and that was that. I said, well, if they want to talk to me, tell them, yeah, I'll talk to them. Man, see, they could have, uh, right. they could just nip that in the bud they had to be at their job. You know, you, you, they got these people up here making all this money, and they just playing a game. laugh. Yeah. And they should be not learned by that. They don't spend so much money by locking people up. Now, if this guy not, you know, okay, they let him out. I mean, he get out, now that's some more money that they got to, that the state got to pay. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? All yep. this money. And then you took all the years away from this man.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: when he, was, when he got locked up, Married, had a two-year-old kid, just bought a house, and, a, and his wife was pregnant. Oh, really? Because it was five years before he got convicted. Oh. She was, his wife was five months pregnant with her second child when, when he got locked up Been <laughs> gone for 18 years. But, hey, man, I'll let you get back to work.
0: There hey, man.
2: I really appreciate your time. And, you know uh,
0: what they need to do? They need to start locking some of them names up. Do what? They need to start locking some of those prosecutors and stuff up. That's what they need to do. I'm with you. You taking time out of people's lives, man, and missing out uh-huh. people's lives. Right. You know, sometimes people go out and get killed. Right. You know, don't kind of get a mistake is one thing, but just doing something because you don't care or whatever, that's totally different. I agree. Yeah. Remember, what did you, you say your name was? Bob. Nice to meet you, Bob. Nice hey, to man. meet you.
3: Cool. Thanks, man. Right.
0: Have a good one.
4: LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.
2: I'm sure all of your heads are reeling right now after hearing that interview. I'm wondering if a lot of you are thinking the same way that I was. After listening to the whole interview and taking it in as a whole, I'll be 100% honest with you. My initial reaction was, this man is innocent. He should not be a suspect. And I'll get into why in just a moment. But before I do that, I want to address a couple of things that Leonard said at the very beginning of the interview. Early on, he said a couple of times that Ed had just gotten out of the pen. Now, I think I mentioned this way back in about April this year, but I never really went into detail on it. Prior to moving back to Tyler, Texas, Ed was going to college in Oklahoma. He was arrested for theft and arson. I have not obtained copies of the full police reports, but according to Ed and his family, Ed and his roommate had purchased stolen items from someone who had robbed a store and apparently set some kind of fire in it. It doesn't appear as though Ed was part of the robbery, however, he did knowingly purchase stolen materials. My understanding of it is that because of that, he was charged as an accessory. He was sentenced to some kind of a probation at like a halfway house. And then later he was charged with escaping a penal institution and had to serve the rest of his time out in prison in Oklahoma. Ed tells me that the air quotes escape was him going across the street from the halfway house and playing basketball, which he did on a regular basis. But one of the times since he was technically not allowed to leave the facility, he was charged with escape and had to go to the pen to finish out that sentence. Now, the other thing that probably gave you a what-the-hell moment was when Mosley was saying that Ed's mom, Margie, had shot and killed his brother and had shot her youngest son. Part of that is true. Margie has told me in an interview that she shot a couple of people in her life. She's told me that she was being abused by her ex-husband and that she shot him. She didn't kill him, but she shot him. I believe in the leg. She also told me that at some point she had had a scuffle with Ed's younger brother, Kelvin, and she also shot him. She makes no bones about either one of these situations. They were both non-fatal shootings, but she believes they both deserved it at the time. I've also talked to Kelvin about this, and Kelvin kind of nonchalantly told me that, yeah, she shot me. We were getting into a bit of a scuffle, and she shot me. Now, as far as Leonard's brother, Margie Jackson at one point was engaged to Leonard's brother, Allendale. Now, the police reports say that Allendale shot and killed his other brother. He shot him, put him in Margie's car, drove him to the hospital where he later died. He was sentenced to probation. He later violated his probation and served some time in prison. Margie also told me that story in an interview several months ago. She told me that what happened was Allendale and his brother had been arguing. The other brother, she says, was kind of a bully in the family. She tells me that she was laying down sleeping Allendale took her gun out of her purse, went outside, and shot and killed him during an altercation. Now, that's what Margie told me. That's what the police report says. And just yesterday, I spoke with someone who was close to the Mosleys, and they told me the same story. They do blame Margie, but they said that's because they believe that Margie started the fight that led to Allendale killing his brother. So in that interview, when Leonard says that Margie killed his brother, that's the first time and only time I've ever heard anyone say that. Other than him saying that, everyone else has said that Allendale killed his own brother. Not that Margie did it and Allendale covered up for it. So those are the backstories behind those two statements from Leonard Mosley. But now let's talk about the other content of Mosley's interview. I'm going to tell you up front that the first thing that I noticed about Leonard Mosley was that he didn't know Elnora's cause of death. He says several times, six to be exact, that she was choked to death. Of course, we all know that her actual cause of death was that her throat was slit. Towards the end of the interview, I finally told Leonard that her throat was slit, and he seemed surprised. He said that's the first time he's ever heard
0: that. Why would this boy go in and just choke this woman to death? Uh-huh. For what reason? I just can't see him just choking her to death because El Noah was real active. The one was choked to death. I had blood going here when she was choked to death. Then they told me, how was she killed? Oh, she was choked to death. And that's all. And that's that's what I knew up until now. I yeah. knew her throat was cut. When you said blood, it, I can be blood everywhere. So right. She was
2: choked to death. I'll be honest, I was stunned by this. And as soon as he said it, right at the very beginning, when he said that she was choked to death, and I asked him if that was her cause of death, and he said that it was, my immediate reaction was, he definitely didn't have anything to do with this. He doesn't even know how she died. But then later on, I thought about it, and I thought, how is it possible that he doesn't know? I mean, he said that he was very close with Elnora's sister, and that he talked to her all the time. He knew Johnny Pryor, who found the body and noted the blood all over the place. He's friends with Kubia Jackson, who also knew that her throat was slit. He's been through two trials, and so has Elnora's family, where every single crime scene photo was displayed, along with all of the autopsy pictures. And not only was Elnora's family there, the people that he was speaking to, but Ed's case was widely reported in the local media by journalists who were in that courtroom. Then I went back and reviewed the testimony of Tim Lowndes. Remember, Tim Lowndes was the private investigator that was working for the defense he testified that he believed Leonard Mosley was a suspect because when he interviewed him, Mosley knew the exact position of the body in the layout of the crime scene. Now granted, it does not say in the testimony that Leonard knew how she was killed. It just says that he knew the position of the body. It just strikes me as strange that he knows so much about the case that was never reported publicly. For example, he knew that Elnora had defecated. He knew that the car had been pulled all the way up. He knew that the seat was all the way back. He knew that there was dinner left on the stove. I'm just wondering how he possibly knows all of this information about the case, but somehow does not know what her cause of death was. So I'm not real sure what to make about that just yet. But if he truly does not know what her cause of death was, then clearly he should not be a suspect. And that's not the only part of the conversation that I found very exculpatory. The other thing that I noticed that really caught my attention was that Leonard appears to have no fear of DNA testing. Several times throughout the interview, he was adamant that that is not his semen on the scene.
0: I heard about it, and I went up there. Uh-huh. I talked to the police and stuff then, you know. And I, that's what I told him. Well, we need to get whatever, I said, man, whatever you need from me. But we found semen in the, some of your semen in, okay, she's my girlfriend. uh uh-huh. so, so what, that, don't, I mean, what do you say? What are you talking about? That's normal.
2: They didn't, they just said, forget it's not him.
0: Oh. And give they, some semen, i give them some semen now.
2: They already have your semen because you gave it to them. Or, it well, was, they have your no, blood, they no, have your they DNA. Have good,
0: but if they need semen, I, yeah. I give them some semen now. These people asked me, said uh, what, if, what if we find semen, some of your semen or something, you know, in the bed or whatever. Well, that ain't no problem. We was going together, man. Yeah. You know, so that's normal. If they got semen off of body, it ain't, it's not yeah. mine anyway. And that's I think when insane, that, if, if that semen thing.
2: comes back and it's not yours and it is his, it's that's the answer not, right there. It's
0: not, you can stop saying ill.
2: He certainly appears to not be concerned at all about DNA testing. But then again, when you really listen to it, he kind of wobbled back and forth a little bit. First of all, he says that the semen is not his and that if asked, he would give a semen sample now. I don't think that he realizes that the blood samples that he gave back in 1993 would really be all they need to get a DNA profile to compare to the semen. They don't actually need semen. But also he goes back and forth with saying that that's not his semen, but then as you heard at several points, he says that, of course there's semen there, we were going out. She was my girlfriend, so that's normal. So when you put all of that together, I'm not really sure what that means. He's saying both, it's not my semen, and also if it is my semen. You would expect that because she was my girlfriend. But then again later, he says, that's not my semen. So that's another thing to put into the things that make you go, hmm, category. But in any case, both of these things, the fact that he apparently doesn't know the cause of death and he seems to be willing to give a DNA sample, both of those things make him look very innocent of this crime. But I also found some very clear inconsistencies in his interview. He told me a few things that I know to be untrue. First of all is his relationship status with both Elnora and Angela Walker. Leonard tells me in this interview that he and Elnora were still together and that they were planning on getting married. And this is what he had to say about his relationship status with Angela.
0: You know, we going to get married, man.
2: Yeah, now, had you guys broke, because weren't you dating that Angela Walker or living with Angela oh, Walker no, at no, the no, time? No,
0: no, no, no. I had a child by her, and she was staying here. No, no, she was staying here, you know, helping her out, uh-huh. but, but me and El Noah was dating. Okay. Yeah, and that's how that got, and you know how women are.
4: Right, even yeah. You
0: know, she was pregnant, you know, I had a baby by her, you know, wasn't going, wasn't even going together when she got pregnant, just messing around, man, because yeah. my baby was 10. So I was thinking about, I wasn't trying to oh, think about. Oh, before you got yeah, Angela pregnant, yeah. right, yeah. I wasn't yeah. trying to think about having no more Yeah. kids, man, you know. And she said, Well, I can't get pregnant. I try to have, you know, the doctor said I can't get pregnant. But well, uh, me being stupid, I should have been protected myself. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she got pregnant. Lost her job or whatever, you know, so I'm I'm gonna be a really good guy. And I'm always doing that. You know, heaven, heaven, heaven. So anyway, that's how that happened. You can stay with me for a little while. Uh huh. And she stayed with me for a little while, and telephone bill, phew. So I said, No, nah, I'm gonna take you down to your to your parents, you know. Right. I can't I can't I can't. And going through all my how women do man. Right you yeah. Know, going through all my personal stuff and stuff like right. that, you know. And I think she called El and told her. We I said, nah, we ain't gonna y- I'm just helping this girl out. I got her pregnant. Uh uh-huh. huh. You know, and that's how that came up. You know, she told them that she was my girlfriend.
2: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, she told So them she that, got Elnora all riled up.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, she told them. Well she told El and then that's how the might have told the police or whatever too, I don't know. Uh huh. You know, but that's how that got going like that.
2: Right. was it, are, 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 You're not with Angela anymore. No, I
0: wasn't even with her then. <laughs> I wasn't even with, her <laughs> I wasn't even with her. No, I'm just helping out, you
2: know. Now at trial, Mosley says that his, quote, engagement to El Nora wasn't really an engagement. He said they had just been talking about getting married. He also said that he slept in the same bed as Angela Walker in his house and that they were intimate and that he had tried to keep both relationships from the two women. He says that Angela found out about his relationship with Elnora, and as he put it, she wasn't very happy about it. As I would put it, she was pissed. He also says that Elnora knew about Angela, and she wasn't happy about that either. So the way he sounded at trial was that he was playing both of these women. But as you just heard him tell me, Angela was just a one-night stand he had a child with. He was never with her. He certainly wasn't with her at the time of the murder. He was still with Elnora, and they were planning to get married. But Angela had a completely different story at trial. At the trial, Angela said that her and Leonard had been in a relationship and that they had been living together on and off for about two years. She testified that her and Leonard had been living together and she found out he was cheating on her with Elnora and she moved out. And she moved in with a friend of Leonard's, a guy named Bobby. She said that Leonard did not like her living with Bobby and asked her to move back in with him. Then Angela says she made Leonard make a choice. She said she wasn't moving back in with him unless he chose between her and Elnora. As far as she knew, he chose her and she moved back in. And they were in a relationship. She also says, contrary to what Leonard had said at trial, that she did not know that Leonard and Elnora had planned to get married. And just this week, an anonymous source close to the situation told me that as far as they knew, Angela was actually Leonard's girlfriend and actually referred to Elnora as his, and I'm quoting, side chick. So in this interview, Leonard tells me that he and Angela never had a relationship. It was nothing more than a one-night stand, and he was just helping her out. At trial, he said he was sleeping in bed with Angela, and he was being intimate with both Angela and Elnora. And at the same trial, Angela says that they were in a serious relationship, and he had been cheating on her with Elnora. And my source tells me that Angela is the one that as far as they knew, Leonard was in a relationship with, and El Nora was his quote side chick. Another inconsistency is that in my interview with Leonard, he told me that the last time he had been over at Elnora's was the weekend before the murder. He says he thinks it was Sunday. But based on everyone else's statements, Elnora's family was actually in town that weekend. Her daughter and husband and grandchildren came from Alabama. And her son and his fiancé and their kids came from Dallas, and they'd spent the whole weekend at Elnora's house. And she didn't see Mosley that weekend, which is actually consistent with what Leonard Mosley testified at trial, where he said that he hadn't seen Elnora since July 11th, not the Sunday before the murder, but the Sunday before that, 11 days before she was killed. But for some reason now, his memory was that he had seen her just a few days before she was murdered. And another interesting little side note here is, when we look at Elnora's phone records, we see that she called Leonard's house three days before she was killed on Monday the 19th. The problem is, she called his house at 11.29 p.m. Leonard doesn't get home from work until after midnight, and Angela had been living at his house for about two weeks prior to the murder. So if anyone answered that call, it wouldn't have been Leonard. It would have been Angela. But getting back to the time that he had last seen Elnora, his statements to me in that interview made me go back and rethink his statements about the DNA testing, saying that he's perfectly willing to give a semen sample, and then also consistently following that up with the fact that if semen was found on the crime scene, that would be normal, because she was his girlfriend. But the most concerning thing to me about this interview was Leonard's recollection of Friday, the day after the murder, the day Elnora's body was found. At trial, Leonard testified that on the Friday, the day after the murder, he worked from 11.30 a.m. until 11.00 p.m. said after he got off work at 11 o'clock, he took a shower, and he gave his buddy Bobby O'Neill a ride home, and then he went home and didn't get home until probably 12.30-ish. He said that he had just got home and went to bed. He had fallen asleep when his brother Michael stopped by to tell him that he had driven past Elnora's house, and there were police cars there, and there was something wrong. Now, that whole statement I always found to be a little bit shaky because he said he was on his way home from church after midnight on a Friday night. But in any case, assuming that's true, he was very clear. He says he left the house about 10.30 or 10.45, he got to work at 11.30, and he didn't get off till 11 p.m., took a shower, gave his friend a ride home, got home well after midnight, went to bed, and his brother woke him up to tell him that something was wrong with Elnora, and then he went to the crime scene. That statement at trial appears to be true. We have Leonard's timesheet from Tyler Pipe, and it says that he worked 10 hours on Friday, and he had those five differential hours, which he described at trial as being hours worked after 6 p.m. Tyler Pipe employees got a premium pay for any time they worked after 6. I've actually been in contact with somebody from payroll in Tyler Pipe that was working back in the 90s, and she did confirm to me that those differential hours were hours worked past 6 p.m. So according to Leonard's testimony and according to his timesheet, he was at work until at least 11 p.m. on Friday. And he worked a full shift, 10 hours, which according to his testimony meant he went in at 1130. But this is what he said about Friday to me last week.
0: The morning time was Friday morning. Right, yeah. See, I was calling all day Friday morning because I was working. I said, where is she? Where is she? She wasn't asking. So when I got off work, I just drove by there and I didn't see her car. Uh-huh. But her car was there. It was just way back. Somebody was driving her car, and 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 whoever it was it had to be real tall because the seat was all the way back to the back. She didn't park her car way back behind. Right. The it was in a
2: different place. It was exactly. like pushed back around. When
0: you when when I would go by there, I could see her car. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did you go by that way on your way home from work? That Friday. Yeah. It,
0: that Friday day. Yeah. I went to work that morning uh-huh. and got off like three thirty. Right. Yeah.
2: So Thursday was supposed to be your last day.
0: It was my last day. So when we got this, well, we got to work Friday, second shift got to come in in the morning. Okay. You know, I, had to be work, I had to be back at work at 7 in the morning.
2: Okay. This just does not add up to me. Both he and Angela Walker said at trial that he started his work shift on that Friday at 11.30 a.m. Now, there were some inconsistencies between his testimony and Angela's testimony at trial because Leonard said he left the house about 10.30 or 10.45, whereas Angela says she is sure that he actually left at 7 o'clock in the morning. She says she doesn't know where he went, but he left at 7, and she knew that because she was late for work, because he normally wakes her up and tells her goodbye before he leaves. She made a point twice in trial to say that he had left at 7. She doesn't know where he went because he doesn't have to be to work until 11.30. We also have that Tyler Pipe timesheet with the differential hours. It seems that he was absolutely at work from 11.30 a.m. till 11 p.m. on that Friday. So clearly he was not off work at 3.30 in the afternoon, nor did he go into work at 7.30 in the morning. Now that's a problem, but my bigger concern is his memory of driving past Elnora's house and seeing that her car wasn't there. This isn't Mr. Mosley forgetting a time or getting things mixed up. He described to me a clear memory of driving past Elnora's house on that Friday during the afternoon in the daylight hours and seeing that her car wasn't there. The problem is that this is impossible. He wasn't off work at 3.30 in the afternoon. And if he drove by after work, it would have been after midnight. And there is no possible way that you could see her car from the road after midnight or any time that it's dark. When I was in Tyler last week, I drove by that house in the dark, and you couldn't see anything. The front porch light of the trailer was turned on, but that only cast some light over the front porch. It was pitch black, and you couldn't see anything to the side of the house where she normally parked her car. And of course you couldn't see if the car was pulled behind the trailer. Elnora's trailer sat way back off the road, probably at least 150 yards off the road. It was also well behind Johnny Pryor's house. There is no light over there. It is pitch black. So how do you confuse a memory like that? On three separate occasions during that interview, Leonard describes going to work at 7 in the morning, getting off around 3 in the afternoon, and driving past Elnora's house in the daylight and noticing that her car wasn't there. And it's also worth noting that in no way, shape, or form is Elnora's trailer on Leonard's way home from work it would be a good 20 to 25 minutes out of his way to go that way. So I have to ask myself, why is Leonard Mosley telling me now about him driving past her house in the middle of the day and seeing that her car wasn't there when it's obvious that that's not true? Food for thought. Then there were these couple of other things that Leonard said that I found to be odd statements.
0: Because Elno Noah was real active. Right. She had a lot of energy. Uh-huh. So she could have fallen away from him. It had to be somebody really strong to choke her to death.
2: Elnora Griffin was a 47-year-old, 4-foot, 4 4-inch 4 tall, 104-pound woman. Real strong? My 11-year-old is bigger than her. I don't quite get why he would think someone would have to be real strong to get the upper hand on her. And then there's this statement.
0: So stupid people ain't going to get away.
2: What an odd thing to say in this context. Stupid people ain't going to get away. I don't know if he's implying that it would take a smart person to get away with this murder. I don't know. It just struck me as odd. Someone recently suggested to me to think about that statement in the context of what if he actually is guilty. Now, again, I'll point out I'm not saying that he is. But let's think about these two statements if he were actually guilty.
0: It had to be somebody really strong to choke her to death stupid people ain't gonna get away
2: if he were in fact guilty it's almost as though he's bragging here making himself sound good you'd have to be a real strong person to get the upper hand on el Nora, and stupid people would never be able to get away with it i don't know there's a lot of ways to look at it but that's just something that someone suggested to me that i found interesting a lot of these things concern me or give me pause But then I go back to the fact that he didn't know the cause of death. That's a pretty big red flag for innocence. And I'll be honest with you, if he was lying, he did a hell of a job. He was selling it. He really seemed like he thought that she was choked to death. And if that's the case, he really couldn't have had anything to do with the murder, right? But I had to ask myself the question, could he possibly be lying? Could Leonard Mosley actually be smart enough to know that by telling me that he doesn't know the cause of death, that would make him appear to be innocent. That's really giving him a lot of credit for a lot of forethought in this, especially considering I basically ambushed him with the interview. He didn't know it was coming. Or did he know I was coming? Listen to what he says here towards the end of the interview.
0: See, and this is a coincidence, because his brother is my concrete man.
2: Uh, Michael. Michael. Right, right, yeah. right.
0: So see, Michael said, hey, man, you know, um, you, these people is trying to say you. Now, that's what he said. He said these people is trying to say that you had something to do with everything over there. You didn't even know it, did you? I said, yeah, we, we, we used to go together. Uh-huh. Y'all did? I told him, yeah, you ain't have damn thing to do with that. I know, you You know, they trying to say you and my brother had something to do with that. I know damn well Francis didn't have nothing to do with it. Uh uh-huh. You know. And that was that. I said, well, if they want to talk to me, Tell him? Yeah.
2: I'll talk to him. That was me. I was the guy that stopped to talk to Francis's brother back in June. And before I left, I gave Francis's brother, Leonard's concrete man, one of my business cards. My business card has the logo from the podcast on it, which, as you all know, is my picture. It also has all the information for the podcast, where you can listen to it, all of that. So at the very least, we know that Leonard Mosley knew for at least three months that I was questioning people about this case and that I thought he could be a suspect. And he knew exactly where to go to listen to everything that I've said about the case. He could have known that I had pointed out on multiple occasions that we don't know where he went at 7 a.m. the Friday the morning after the murder. He could have listened to all the episodes where we talked about the semen with the flash reflection on it that appeared to be fresh. And if he has been listening, he would also certainly know what her cause of death was.
0: Why would this boy go in and just choke this woman to death? Uh huh. For what reason? I just can't see him just choking her to death because El Noah was real active. The woman was choked to death. I had blood on here when she was choked to death. Then they told me, how was she killed? Oh, she was choked to death. And that's all and that's that's what I knew up until now. I yeah. didn't know throat was cut when you said blood it, I can be blood everywhere. So right. She was
2: choking is that Leonard Mosley honestly not knowing how Elnora Griffin was murdered or is that Leonard Mosley pretending not to know and repeating it six different times in order to sell it to me? Thank you to Johnny Rose of Slightly Subversive Music for creating all the music for the show. Thank you to Tate Grupa for designing and creating our logo. Thank you to Daniel Schaefer for editing the podcast. And thanks to Michael Bussing for doing the final production and scoring. And as always, thanks to all of you for all of your engagement and your support. Make sure you stay in touch by sending your thoughts, theories, and ideas into theories at truthandjusticepod.com. Send me your new cases to cases at truthandjusticepod.com. Like the Facebook page or follow me on Twitter, at TruthJusticePod. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice.